Welcome to Rocks Talks. Good to see y'all today. It's a little bit brighter, as you can see, when I'm recording this, partially because we slept in, and um, Maisie, the newest addition to the family, did not want to sleep last night. Oh, boy. So, anyhow, it's all good. Um, today, we're going to talk about, we have to talk about, Tom Sandoval. You think, really? But he never ceases to amaze um, anyone, actually. And he made some comments in the New York Times that don't land very well. So we're going to talk about that because that is what people are going to be talking about around the cooler. And um, I'll give you a little puppy update as well, too. But I think that the Tom Sandoval thing and will take most of the time. So if you don't want to hear about him, I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe. OK. All right. Cool. Also, newsletters coming out. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's going on in Rock's Talks. So we might actually do that first. So let me just dive into it. Um, so uh, the TikTok thing is happening. So I'm going to do a TikTok workshop beginning of March. I'll set the date today. I'm doing a lot of changes with Rocks Talk. So you're going to see if you're in the Rocks Talks community, you're going to see a transition even with the newsletter. I might this week maybe um, send that news newsletter on a new platform. So I'm excited about that. And if you have any of the amazing things in the Rocks Talks vault, I'm moving all of that. So I'm excited. I feel like it's like a spring cleaning purge happening. I'll keep you posted on all of those things. Uh, stay tuned on that. I also want to just touch base. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who was just feeling really discouraged. She's in the direct selling space. And actually, I talked to a couple of people yesterday. I was coaching some people, too, on, on all things direct selling. And she just was really down. And I turned to her and I said, listen, I don't know if anyone else has told you this, but you need to know that while I believe you take you take credit and blame for your pro productivity in life. You should always take credit here, right? Um, the direct selling space is struggling big time. And if anyone is not telling you that, then they are lying to you. And I mean that from your corporate, from any team member, any of those things. So just know that if you want to know more about that, let me know because I would love to have a condit condit conversation about that. And I might do that. I might pop that on the old podcast and do just a special one because there's some reality that needs to be given. And, you know, I love to give reality. Speaking of reality, <laughs> let's talk about Tom Sandoval. So yesterday I was like on the gram and I see this post. And I'm like, wait, this can't be true. I first saw it on Rachel Lindsay's Insta Instagram and story. And she's like, we will be talking about it. She has a podcast. I'm like, wait, but what is? No, let me read it to you. And then we can talk about it. So this apparently at first I just saw the quote and I didn't know where it came from, but the quote that has been swirling around said, this is from Tom Sandoval, from Vanderpump, Ru from Van Vanderpump Rules, Scandival, cheated on his girlfriend of nine years with her best friend, blah, blah, blah. Okay, he said, I witnessed the O.J. Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare Scandival to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way it's a little bit the same? So that was a quote that he made. And I read that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I need to read that again. Like he's comparing Scandival and cheating on his girlfriend of nine years to OJ Simpson, which. OK. <laughs> OK, and maybe that's further removed. So I can just go, OK, that's odd to like a, ma a brutal killing of. OK. Um, and to George Floyd which literally was the killing of a black man in plain sight in 2020. So um, 
I was just like, wow. So I'm looking at the comments. So I go to the source of where it originally was. And I think I found it from, I found the source source, Bravo, Bravo by Betches. And I've been seeing these comments and these comments are going wild. But one of the things that the comments kept saying was, I can't believe you make this comment during Black History Month. I can't believe during Black History Month, how offensive. You're comparing, you know what, slinging your, mm -hmm, um, to the murdering of a black man. Are you kidding? During Black History Month, take it back, take it back, take it back. And I actually wrote on there something to the effect of, how about during any month? I actually get annoyed, and we can talk about him in a second, but is there this weird thing that says we have to be on, like, good manners during Black History Month? Like, during Black History Month, you need to be nice to all black people? What is it? During Black History Month, I... I struggle with that always because I'm like, be nice to me all the time. Don't just like save your pleasantries and your niceness to, oh, it's Black History Month, shortest month of the year. Scott always tries to remind me. He's like, that's crap. Why? Anyway, be nice. You can't say certain things during Black History Month. No, you shouldn't. His comment shouldn't be said at any point in time. I mean, I guess that's the way he thinks, but his comment is inappropriate. Let me say it that way. Any time of the year. Truly. I mean, I'd argue that it would probably be more inappropriate like the day that George Floyd was murdered as opposed to Black History Month. Black History Month means nothing to the severity of what he said. Those are separate. And I think sometimes we we always, like as a society, decide to like qualify things in a silly way. No, it's bad that he said it, period. Like it sucks, period. I will say he did apologize. So I, in fairness, I should read th this. And um, he said, my intentions behind the comments I made to the New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm sorry. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. Shocking to me, he didn't put something like, but, because that's like he's known for just like totally taking away his, what he says, negating it by saying, but, blah, 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 but what about Ariana? She's doing well. Um, I, you know, I, I, it, I think you, you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't in our society. If you don't apologize, that doesn't go over well. If you do apologize, people are going to analyze your apology and pick it apart. Does that mean you don't apologize? No, it means you still apologize. You just need to know that when you apologize, you need to show that you're doing better. The apology is a start and then you show that you do, you're doing better. Do I sit there and go, okay, well, he apologized. It's okay. Listen, my level of expectations for this man that I really didn't even know till last year. I didn't watch Vanderpump Rules, maybe a couple episodes. I didn't know who Tom Sandoval was. I didn't, I, I knew Lisa was, I didn't know who he was or any of these characters. So my total understanding of him pretty much came from March of last year. So almost 11 months, almost a year. I don't have high expectations for him. I did listen to him on the Nick Vile podcast and it, it, I have no expectation. He's kind of sucks. And so am I surprised he made these comments? No, because I just think he's not a good person. Do I think that he needs a better publicist and that before he sits down with the New York Times and like insists that he not only gets interviewed, but also that they record it so there's audio, do I think that he should have better people around him? Absolutely. But do I, am I offended personally by it? like 
I'm going to say it. They could be offended by a cockroach. Like, cockroaches suck. So, like, am I offended? That, like, he just really is, he just proves over and over again that he's not evolved and that he has a really weird interpretation of himself and what he did and how that compares to things. But see, on the Nick Vial podcast, he talked about it. It's like, I'm not a murderer. He basically said, like, murderers are bad. Like, that is the, the stand. Like, it's murderer is what makes you, like, a bad person. And I would say that there are a lot of things that come fall short of murder that make someone a bad person. Is he redeemable? Sure. Am I going to be holding my breath for it? No. Am I... Is it unfortunate that he made those comments? Oh, heck yes. But you see the, the brain, like the thought process behind it. He thinks that that's, those things are comparative. And even if I try to go down the road of he's saying the national attention, which I'm sure someone gave him that statement to like, oh, qualify what he said. He, it just shows he does not understand the magnitude and the the gruesomeness and the tragedy that was the George Floyd murder, if he'd even make those comments. I'm just saying what I'm saying. And it is interesting. You know, you cannot have a rise from the ashes moment, which I always think of Stefano Demera because I used to watch Days of Our Lives, but, and he was the phoenix. You can't have a rise from the ashes moment until you actually burn <laughs> in, in the sense of like until you hit rock bottom and when I see a comment like that it just tells me that guy has not hit rock bottom yet he hasn't I hope that he hits it soon so he can bounce back and learn but he's not hit it yet because if he's running to the New York Times to make comments like that and it was interesting is the interviewer tried to kind of like okay I think what you're meaning is this but if you're gonna double down on comments like that you have no true understanding of life. And what kills me, too, is he said something about pop culture. It was in the article. It was like, I'm not up on pop culture. Lord in heaven above, there's something, and I like to talk about pop culture, but there's something about calling George Floyd a pop culture moment that just doesn't sit well with me. I think it was a little deeper than that, don't you? I, caramba, like, what a mess. What a mess. I mean, some would say that Tom Sandoval is the gift that keeps on giving. Maybe that's true. It'll be interesting to see what happens from this, if his apology is enough. I don't know. Um, I don't really care. <laughs> but I do think it's good conversation. And I did sh share it on my story, although it disappeared, so I shared it again this morning. Because, man, like, are we serious? Are we, we're just stepping in? You don't have enough money to, like, get some representation and some counseling and some awareness and all these. But I do want to go back to the fact that the fact that it happened during Black History Month means nothing. That is nothing to me. I mean, I'm just one black person, but it doesn't matter. It could have happened any, any time of the year. And I would still be like, that sucks. It does. It's not worth. It's not like, oh, it's a dagger. Be nice, be appropriate, be aware, have an understanding about the world and different people and diversity all year round. And we can all learn. We, I have lots to learn. We have all about, about others. We have a lot to learn. But don't just try and behave during a month that happens to be the month of history of an, a race or an ethnicity. 
just my two cents. And ba- and uh, I almost said Baylor. Love her. She's on the bed in the other room. Still a little annoyed with life um, because Maisie's here. Maisie's behind me in her little playpen um, scurrying around. She decided at 10 a.m. this m- last night that she just wanted to just run around. I was falling asleep and I opened my eyes and she's like darting to almost fall off the bed. Twice that happened. She wouldn't settle down. So I put her in her playpen and she just started whining. And listen, I'm the mother that will... I'm the parent that will discipline. I'm like, she can just whine until she settles herself down. Scott couldn't have it. He's like, oh. so he got her, and I'm like, okay, fine, because I know he needed to get to bed. So anyhow, she did finally calm down, and she's precious, but she was working my nerves at 10 p.m. I'm like, listen, listen, biatch, because that's what they are technically, right? Female dog. Um, stop. <laughs> she's pure love and adorable, and I'll put some more content about her up so you can see it and all the things. Um but man, she was working me. Mmm, working me. All right, that's all for today. I appreciate you so much. Go be great. I'll see you tomorrow. New Litter will come out today, tomorrow. And I think I'm going to go ahead and stream it to the next platform, the new platform. So that'll be, the, I think I'll make that change. So look out for it. I'll let you know tomorrow for sure whether it came out or whether it's coming out. I appreciate you. Go be great. Take care. Bye.